Welcome back to SMSF Mates Daily Podcast. This is our general advice warning that we are required to warn you that any advice has been prepared without taking into account your objectives, financial situations or needs and because of that you should, before acting on the advice, consider the appropriateness of the advice having regard to your own objectives, financial services and needs and where the advice relates to the acquisition or possible acquisition of a financial product, you should obtain a product disclosure statement, PDS, relating to the product and consider the PDS before making any decision about whether to acquire the product. Now let's get into it. Welcome everyone to Podcast X. We say X because we're not quite sure what it is. I've got someone waving a five at me, but we'll go We'll go with five, five X uh, of the SMSF mate. That's how good it is, five <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're five in. I uh, hope you're still with us. Um, uh, I uh, have a, a personal um, uh, interest in CGT and tax, and so I have uh, roped in my uh, fellow um, SMSF mater, uh, who happens to be a um, accountant. Um, so this is a great way of getting free advice uh, without paying my actual accountant <laughs> to tell me. Uh, <laughs> Um, so general advice, yeah, general advice general warning. Advice. <laughs> um, There'll be all sorts of caveats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this podcast today is about CGT and tax um, for self-managed super fund related investments. All right. Welcome, Ashman. Welcome, thanks. And Tim. G'day. So first question uh, I have: <laughs> uh, self-employed, um, been self-employed uh, for a long time. Uh, well, always self-employed. Um, I heard about this thing, um, uh, thing being tax-related. Uh, it yep. <laughs> it's a thing uh, that um, I could potentially get a tax deduction um, for selling some of my shares uh, in my self-employed business um, and something about CGT discount into my super fund. Right. What have I misunderstood? Sorry, there's there's a few, <laughs> few things, few steps to go through there, I suppose. I think what you're probably alluding to is this: there's some small business um, concessions um, for CGT or capital gains tax for those who don't know what CGT is. Um, so typically in Australia, if you sell an asset, you pay capital gains tax on that asset. That There's a discount of 50% in your own name um, for selling those assets. So for example, let's say you sell... Um, a share you buy for five dollars, you sell it for um, a thousand dollars. You make nine hundred ninety-five. You've got a fifty percent investment. Yeah, not bad. That's, that's <laughs> a great return. Twenty x. Um, you you pay tax on half of that profit if you've had it for a year or more. If you had it for less than a year, um, you pay as normal income because you've earned it within that one year period. So um, there's a different tax rate in the super fund, but we'll, we'll get to that maybe a bit later. But there's a special group of rules for small businesses that still exist at the moment, depending on your small business meeting those exemptions. So how long your business has run, the turnover, the value of the business will, will guide um, your accountant to work out if you can use those exemptions. So what that basically means is, let's say you had that 995 capital gain tax, you might be able to reduce it another, 20, another 50% discount if you've had it for a certain period of time. Or you might be able to reduce it down to zero if you put those funds into your super fund. Right. Um, if you're under um, a certain age, if you're over a certain age, so, you know, let's say you're, you've reached close to retirement age and you've met that requirement, you don't even have to put the money into your super fund. You could you get, get the exemption. Um, they're very generous CGT discounts, but you do have to uh, strongly advise people to get advice from their accountant right. and usually an accountant might work with a tax lawyer to actually get you that piece of advice right. so you've got peace of mind 
So before I go agreeing to selling selling those shares, probably find out your tax go get, tax hit. Go first. and get your tax structure sorted. Yes, um, and then the next question then is, what do you do with that money in your super fund? So, right. um, yeah, but make sure that's the right right step for you because you might want to actually use that cash to pay off your mortgage or go on a big holiday to France and drink a lot of wine. <laughs> sounds good. Uh, sounds like Garrett's answer. So then you might might not want to put into super. So there's nothing wrong with not putting into your super fund. Um, yeah, you're not paying tax, but um, you're paying tax, but using that money in your current life um, instead of putting into your super fund and not accessing it later. So yeah, right. there's a quite a few decisions to make in that process, but good on you if you sell that um, return and get that sort yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah, amazing. <laughs> so tax whilst working, tax in retirement, what are the, what are the differences? Yeah, there? okay. So tax while you're working um, and you haven't re- reached retirement. So it's it's generally 15% tax. Um, on and that's those going earnings. in, right? That's going in and earnings, right? So whatever right. it earns, it pays fifteen percent. Um, so tax. I get paid a thousand dollars a week. I put a hundred dollars into my super fund. You're losing fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars goes in tax. Off the back, tax, and then whatever that hundred dollars or the eighty-five dollars now makes. Yeah. Taxable. So my eighty-five to just follow the math through. My eighty-five dollars goes into my super fund. I invest that. It goes back up to a hundred dollars. You pay tax. On I that pay fifteen. 15 on the another fifteen percent on the fifteen dollars. Yes. Right. Right. So. While you're working, it's all 15% except for CGT. So CGT in your super fund, like you get that discount for having an asset for a year, in your super fund that discount is one-third. So you pay tax at 10%. So instead of 15, two-thirds of it's taxable. You pay tax at 10% on CGT. Now, if you're part of an industry or managed fund, they're doing those calculations for you and it's already in your summary. If you're self-managed, an accountant or your platform is doing that calculation for you so you know... So, so just to put it in an example, my hundred thousand dollars self managed super fund increases by ten thousand dollars on earnings on earnings in the year. Fifteen percent not dividends. Uh, so, so dividends the same thing. It's still okay. Tax so all earnings, all earnings. Okay. What if I didn't sell my shares in the year? There's no CGT tax. No. So it's only when you sell. So only at realised point. Right. So and that gets to another stage. I think uh, Tim's question there of retirement. So if your balance is under. The cap, which is, I think it might be 1.7, but, you know, check the million. ATO, uh, set 1.7 million per member. Um, and you're in retirement phase, all those earnings are 0%. So a CGT gain could be delayed till you're retired and then you don't pay any CGT on that capital gain. Now, if you earn, if your balance of your fund is more than the, um, the cap, which might be, I think it's 1.7. Again, we'll have to check the ATO to, to verify that. But if your earnings are above that cap, um, you will pay tax at 15% for that proportion. So vast majority of your fund will still be tax-free, but it's a pretty generous cap. Um, so is that the balance of my super fund? Yeah, so let's say you had your single-member fund, yeah. Gareth, and you got $2 million. Yes, in, for one person. For one person. Yes. For your, in your member statement, it says you got $2 million. The, whatever up to the cap is tax-free, and the portion above the tax, you pay tax at 15%. Right. Um, so there's some tax, because there, there was a... This only happened probably about three or four years ago. They they introduced the cap um, because there were some people in Australia have got you know multi millions yeah. in their own name and it's tax free. Didn't didn't cheating. pass a pub test, I don't think. When hmm. people found out, you know, you might have two million in your super and you're not paying any tax at all. Now, fifteen percent is still 
pretty low. I think you, most people can swallow that if they made that much, if they made money. It's only on the earnings, it's not on your balance. It's whatever you've earned in the yeah. fund. So just be mindful of that. And it's only the portion above that. So you're not like it's a it's a rich tax or anything like that. Everyone's getting a cap that's tax free. Anything above that cap, you're paying. So tax if at. if I've got a million and my wife's got two million, her her portion is going to have some tax in there. Right now, there are some potential strategies maybe to re-contribute if you can to square that up so you're both under the cap. But you need to hey check how much you put in your fund um, balances over lifetime to see if you can match right. that up. But those are things you'd, you'd yeah. probably sit down with your financial planner and, and, and line that and, up. And it's only the amount above the cap that That's is taxed. Tax. Yeah, and, and these are the rules as of today, right? So mm. at any point, the government might turn around and go, hey, we don't like it being tax-free. It's going to be 15% for everyone forever and a day. And that might be the rule. Right. Um, so at some point, I think super reforms will happen. But my, my personal view is... I believe the government wants people to be self-funded retirees and not rely on an age pension. So there'll always be a benefit for having investments in super, but I don't in that imagine that when I retire, um, it will be tax-free um, at that point. I think they will need that 15% um, tax to pay for all the stimulus we've received <laughs> yeah. in the last two years, right? So, um, all but the money printing. Who knows? We'll, we'll be a brave government um, to do that and... You know, the ability of brave governments in this era is probably lower than um, you know in the Keating Howard years where decisions could be made. So maybe it doesn't happen, but I think there might be a time when it might have to happen. Right. And so, as someone who has a self-managed super fund, do I have to sort out my tax, or does the accountant do all these calculations for me? Usually, your accountant, if you've engaged an accountant, will, will prepare that, and then an auditor will review um, those um, numbers um, and transactions within your fund to make sure you haven't. Um, any lines um so yeah you can i think we've we've had a caller in the past that's gone through a platform that will do all of that for you so that there are there's multiple options so i don't don't have to do the calculations uh knowing you gareth i'm glad you're yeah yeah the general (laughs) generalist uh question yeah yeah good (laughs) i'm sure there are listeners who uh Uh, would have asked the same question yeah there are some clients uh, that are very good at keeping the records and might be able to do it themselves and in as a trustee of your own self-managed super fund, you're perfectly fine to do it yourself. Right. Um, so there's nothing stopping anyone from engaging an accounting platform, bringing in all their transactions, coding it correctly, then engaging in order to check their work. That will meet the totally requirements fine. with the HO. So if you, all, all power to you to do that. Okay. Good luck to me, he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm sure you, I'm sure you nail it, Karen. <laughs> No, no question. What other tax questions can we think of, Tim? Well, that's all I had, actually. On that topic. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> okay. What, uh, the, super fund related tax questions. So, so I think just because it was quite quickly. So, um, putting money into my super fund isn't there a cap, like a twenty five thousand dollar a year? Yeah, cap. So it's twenty seven and a half thousand is the current cap right. so it's gone up because the that's a good did you know because i didn't know that because the tax has gone up to uh 10 percent uh right. so they've, they've i think it's 27 and a half is now the concessional limit there is a a rule that applies in it regardless of what sort of fund you're in um you can use your unused amount of the cap from the previous years in a year so what an easy way to explain that let's say you know you're employed for let's say a hundred thousand dollars a year is what you earn so your your work's putting in let's say $10,000 into super, and that's happened for the last um, three years. 
that means you've left on table 15,000 in the previous years and there could be another 17,500 that you didn't use in a tax deduction because you can say sacrifice money in a super. The HO now lets you catch up and do a big right. contribution in year four or five. Now, that cap period is only for a five-year window. It's really easy to get that information. You can usually get it off either your MyGov right. um, account. Um, there might be a super statement in there or you call your accountant. They can run the report in um, what we've got our tax agent portal. We can we can run that report and say, hey, Gareth, this is how much you've got right. available. And if, for example, let's say you had a capital gain, like you said, when you sold the business and you didn't want to put it in the super um, or you wanted to um, put in a super, you can use that concessional contribution. So let's say you didn't meet any of the yeah. concessions or you had a win on a share that wasn't a business-related transaction, then you could reduce that tax by putting money in a super. Um, again, before you put money in a super, you know you can't touch it, so. Top tip. So, so twenty seven and a half concessional. Yep, that's the new limit. That is the new limit. Not what about so so that includes employer employer yeah. contributions. So so, so you, total yeah. contribution to super regardless, per person twenty seven thousand. Yeah, regardless of how many funds you got or anything like that, everyone's got the same limit. So there's yep. no special rule for self employed people. Right. But if a self employed person hasn't put any super for two years, well, they've got the last two fifty thousands plus this year's. 27 and a half. Yeah, and that, and that reduces your taxable income, right? Reduces your taxable income, but that cash does need to go to your super funds. So yeah, you, you need right. to make sure so you've the, got so the money. the money actually has to go it's in there. It's not some paper transaction. The money right. has to physically go to either an industry managed fund or a self-managed super fund and fill out a right. notice of intent document has to be completed to claim the deduction. Okay. And and just uh, non-concessional contributions, what's the, what's the go with Yeah, that? so non-concessional contributions are a bit different to the concessional ones. It's basically putting money into your super fund um, to with no tax consequence. So you, let's say you might put in 50 grand as non-concessional contribution, whatever limits you've got, but we use 50,000, for example. Um, you put 50,000 into your fund as a non-concessional contribution. You don't pay that 15% tax when it goes into the fund but whatever it earns is going to pay tax at 15%. So earnings are still 15%, but you don't get a tax deduction, nor do you pay tax on it. So because you're not getting a tax deduction for it, the HO doesn't then slug you 15% to put so, it in So there for in. example, if I was to inherit $100,000, yep. then I could put $100,000 into my super fund. I don't pay any tax on the $100,000 going into it. As long it. as you haven't, your limits haven't been breached, yep, you're yeah. fine. And then if that $100,000 goes up to $200,000... You pay tax on the yeah, gain. On the gain, which is 100000 at 15%. Yep. And, you know, people go, well, why would you do that? Um, well, I'm pretty sure the 15% tax rate will be lower than your tax rate outside of mm, so Yeah, so, I, I, so if I was going to invest that $100,000 in my own name, you'll pay tax then I'll your pay tax rate. top marginal tax rate. Depending on your income. So if you're someone, yeah, right. you might be you might be 30%, or you, know, you might even be the 19, or you might be tax-free threshold. So sometimes it doesn't make sense to put money in super. It depends on what your earnings outside of super are. Yeah, and whether you need the money now or in 25 years or 10 years or however old you are. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So it's quite an important thing to think through the process. Yep, and inheritances are one of those things where uh, I would engage an advisor at that point to take a big snapshot of where you are completely and then you can right. make a call where you put that 100. What about things like winning lotto or, you know, betting or casino? You know, I had someone I knew who... Won fifty, sixty thousand dollars at the casino. I've never heard of anyone actually winning anything at the casino, um, <laughs> um, but but um, they actually paid out. Like 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 I won't say they paid out. They actually on the uh, on the spot gave yeah. him seventy five thousand dollars in cash if he wanted it. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, he went and blew a reasonable amount of it drinking, uh, but. 
yeah, yeah, that's a different issue. To be more than sixty. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, earnings from gambling, as long as it, you're not a professional um, in that space, is tax free because right. you can't claim the losses, right? So ah, if you, if I see. There's no tax deduction for that. Yeah, that right. That's your own choice of spending money, right? So otherwise, um, we would all have potentially more losses uh, yeah, to claim than. Right. Um, see. Yeah, so yeah, good on you for winning it. Um, it's probably the most common thing is people try and claim the tax deduction for the raffles. Raffles are not deductible. Right. Just just a heads up, you know, the amount of people that go into a few big lotteries to try and, you know, think they're helping a charity out. And you are helping a charity, but because there's a chance of winning, donation. it's not a donation. Yeah, interesting. Oh, so it's not a deductible gift if, no. it's, if a, you're a entering it. Yeah, yeah, right. Tim's smiling because he's tried putting that in his tax return. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 yeah, people get people make the mistake. If you're part, participating in something that you could win something from, it's no longer a charity. It's not a donation. You haven't given it up. Interesting. Willingly. Yeah. It's funny how they don't uh, put that uh, little it's, it's, it's there. disclaimer it's, up top. It's definitely there it's in, in, it's in the, the receipt. In the it's receipt. In the receipt. But it's, it's definitely there, yeah. not deductible. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, so the point is I could win some money and invest it through my super fund. Yeah. Right. No, but again, we'll check with your account with anything you're doing. But yeah, general, general that, that that's how... Thank you for joining us once again. If you're interested in our waffle about self-managed super funds, feel free to join us on smsfmate.com.au or search SMSFMate in Spotify.